get chasing better No matter where I go I want you to know that I'm out here chasing better I'm gonna take this far Today is where I start In my home, I'm better Every day, I'm better What can I say? I'm better I'm chasing better, better, better In my life, I'm better Living dreams, I'm better What do I mean? I'm better I'm chasing better, 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 better Hey there, everybody. This is Corey, and you are tuning into the Chasing Better podcast. Kind of the relaunch of this, um, calling it season three, uh, but I don't know if there was any rhyme or reason behind the first two seasons, but I'm trying to do a better job of tracking this. But this is episode number two. I'm also live on, not live, but I'm also on YouTube and other places, I believe. For those that want to see my face and not just hear my voice. Um, so, wow, this last week has been kind of a whirlwind. And I, I have gotten more people that have reached out to me in this last week about any of my content than I've truly ever had. And I think that... It, the vast majority of it has been incredibly encouraging. Some of it hasn't been, uh, but that goes with the territory. I think anytime you talk about anything, there's there's going to be some people that resonate with it and some people that don't. Uh, I talk about faith and, and a lot of what I'm going to be talking about over the next several weeks, months, whatever, uh, is a lot of my story and faith is a part of my story and deconstructing that is a part of my story um, because it's been, it's been a part of my life. Um, and, and I've, I've feel burdened um, not in a, in a negative way. You know, I, I've always been someone, I'm not a hill person. Like there's, I think there's people in this life that are very, cause driven and I don't feel necessarily cause driven by a lot that's why I don't really get into politics too much because I don't feel like there's like a hill issue for me and I know that there's a lot of issues that people have that they are super passionate about and I get that you know I've just not really been that way but I feel um an immense burden to share my story and my story is one that is filled with a lot of fear um read will smith's book uh prior to the slap still a will smith fan by the way um and he talks about how controlling fear has been in his life it's kind of his core trauma um and i've got a lot of trauma um and I'll be talking about that over the next several weeks. I've never shared my story publicly, ever, ever. Um, but I will be. Because I think it's important and I feel a burden. And I, I do feel that faith, the questioning of it, trauma, is a lot of my story. I've had a lot of people reach out to me with concern 
Um, and I get it. I get it large in part because for a lot of people, faith is an intensely personal thing. It's an intensely important thing. But for me, so much of, of faith in my life has been rooted in fear. And guys, you're, you're going to send me messages. You're, you're going to tell me that I'm looking at this wrong and I get it, right? You're, you're going to tell me that I don't know the right God, that I don't know the right story, that Jesus is love, that he cares. I, I'm, I know that. That's not been my experience. My experience has been rooted in fear a lot in my life. And I think a lot of that comes down to eternity. And I think a lot of people and so much I remember as a kid, being absolutely mortified, afraid of being left behind in some rapture of uh, living in end times and being persecuted for my faith and being tied to some freaking post and being told to stand for my faith. And if I didn't, that if I renounce, if I was getting whipped in the fucking back, and I'm sorry, I just said that word because I know that for some of you, you're not going to listen to anything the rest of this whole podcast because I said that word, and I don't apologize for it. It's a word, by the way. If I was in Ireland, I'd be hearing that word every day on freaking Sunday or fucking Sunday, whatever you want to say. I'm sorry, and I listen. I'm so tired. I'm tired of being burdened. I'm tired of feeling afraid. I'm tired. I had a lot of people, uh, and, and I mean a lot. I think sometimes when people say things on social media, you know, like I've had lots of people reach out. Really, that's code for like one. And you want to come across um, that you're more significant than you really are. Can I say this? I've never wanted to be an influencer less in my life. There was a time in my life. And, and to be honest, I, I get this, I get this question a lot. Like, why did you still pastor if you were deconstructing, if you were, didn't believe it? And I don't know if I would say that I didn't believe it. I would say I believed it at the time. And I would say that I also didn't know anything else. I knew I liked to stand in front of people. I knew I liked to talk. I knew I liked to make people feel good. I didn't know how else to do it. I don't want to be an influencer. I don't. I want to be alive. That's what I want. If people are influenced, if people are inspired, if people like what I have to say, fine. But I've, I've lived so much of my life and so much of my story uh, filled with fear and so much of it is rooted in this concept of eternity so i've got a lot of people that have messaged me and said 
Corey, you say that you're happy now, but your eyes tell a different story. I see pain in your eyes. I see conflict in your eyes. And you probably do. Because I think that my story has been one that has been filled with a lot of pain and a lot of conflict. Some bad choices. Some human moments. 42 years old. And I'm not being pessimistic when I say that there's a good portion of possibility that says I am at the halfway portion of my life. Now, does that mean that I'm having some sort of midlife crisis? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I think I've gotten to the place in my life where I've just began to ask a lot of questions. And I've had questions about eternity for a long, long time. Um, And I want you to hear this today. I am not questioning what you believe, nor am I trying to influence what you believe. I will say that if what you believe is rattled because of my questions, then I question how strongly you believe what you say you believe. My questions are not asked to make you question what you believe. My questions are posed to live my life out loud because it's what I do. And I think that I, that I move, as I move into this next phase of my life, I truly want to live it surrounded by the people that um, are my people. <laughs> And, uh, and I also know that I have the ability to be a human civil person to know that I don't have to believe the same as you, worship the same God as you, say the same words as you, and we can still be friends. Like I've had, I've had a lot of people, and this is really crazy to me, like a lot of people have reached out to me in the last week and said, I still love you. And and I'm not, I understand it because I don't know, like, what, like, why wouldn't you? Like, why, why would that even, why, why is that even a question? Does that mean that the reason that a person loves and cares about someone is because of faith? We used to sing this stupid song when I was a kid, and I hated it. And it was like, I love you with the love of the Lord. Can I tell you something? One of my things that one of, I hate, I hated when people would say things like, I love you in Christ. You're my sister in Christ. Basically, translation, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't, right? But in this song, like, I love you with the love of the Lord, we like walk around and hug people. And if you know me, I don't like hugging people. And people would come up to me like old ladies and hug me and they smelled like mothballs and that uh, nice people. I'm sure they're nice people. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was not very nice. Wish I could edit that out, but I'm not an edit person. So I'm just going to leave it. Nice people. I'm grateful. I think that we can still coexist as people, be friends, 
I understand that faith is a big part of a lot of people's journey. And I'm not trying to take that away from you. I am not trying to make you walk away from it. I'm not trying to make you step. I am, I am not an anti-faith evangelist. I am not going to start crusades. Uh, maybe I will if the money's good though. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not out to influence you. I don't want to be an influencer. I just want to be someone that can tell my story. And if five people listen, great. If 5,000 people listen, great. But I have gotten to a place in my life where I've allowed myself to ask questions. Do I believe this or do I not? And if I don't, why am I trying so hard to? Why do I have to talk myself into this? Why do I have to talk myself into doing something? Because there's nothing else that I know. Or is it because I'm afraid of what happens if I don't? Afraid of eternity, right? Now, is eternity real? I don't know. And neither do you. Now, I know that your interpretation of what it says in the Bible tells you that it does. I get it. The rapture was also supposed to take place on 8-8-1988 too, and it didn't. Right. So much of what we believe is based on how we interpret words that were written thousands of years ago. Could I be wrong about that? I've, I've got that question a lot. Corey, could you be wrong about your views about eternity? Yeah. So could you. We don't know. We spend our entire life trying to figure out something that is impossible to ever know. And in the process, we lose our life. Now I get it, right? As the Bible talks about like, <laughs> you, you, the only way to get your life is to lose it. And I get that, right? I, I understand the, the concept. I mean, I'm a coach. I work in health and wellness. So I understand the concept of service and sacrifice and giving of yourself to others. And I get all of it. I get all of it. I truly do. I understand it. It makes sense. I get it. Um, I also question how, and this is, this is what, I, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you, I've, I've got this a ton, right? Prayers, pray for me, pray for me. You know, I'm praying for you, praying for you. You keep praying for me. You can keep praying for me. But I will 100% promise you this. There is not an ounce of chance. And it could be because I'm stubborn as hell. I could be. There is not an ounce of chance that I am motivated to change what I think or what I believe because I'm afraid of something. Not a chance. So if you're a praying person and you want to pray for me, I invite you to. But if God is who he says he is, and he is who you say he is, 
It will be, be because I feel love and compassion, not because I feel fear or wrath about something that is going to happen to me when I take my last breath on this earth. Because the truth is, it doesn't make sense to me how God could destroy and torture something that he claims to love. I don't understand. I don't, I don't. And I, and again, I know this is going to be controversial. I know, I know what I'm opening myself to up to. I, I know it. I know that I'm going to get messages. I know that I'm going to get emails. I know that I'm going to get responses. I know that I'm going to have people in my coaching community that don't like this. I know that I'm going to have people from my past church that are going to, I, I know, I know what I'm signing up for. I know, I know, I know. I also know because I've gotten hundreds, hundreds of messages from people that are just like me. I grew up in a church, maybe even worked for one. And you find yourself at a different place in life, a different season in life. And I guess all I want to invite you to do, because what's, what's the worst that can happen with all this? I invite you to be okay with asking questions. I invite you to question everything. I invite you to question your faith. What might come on the other side of that? Maybe you believe it more. I don't know. But I invite you as an adult human being to discover the faith that you choose not just the one that you know and that was given to you. And I'm not trying to take it away from you. Because I also know that just like my experience has been one thing, yours might be another. I've gotten messages from people that have talked about being addicted to drugs, being, being in terribly low, difficult, desperate abuse, trauma stories. And I have no abuse. More than I care to tell you, I know it. And you'll hear it. All right, when, when that whole um, Me Too movement came out, I can look at that and anyone that would say Me Too and authentically say, Me Too. And you hear that story when it's ready to be told. But I invite you to be okay with asking questions. And I want you to know that if you're listening to this and you're at a place in your life where you are dealing with some trauma, some grief, some abuse, you're asking some questions. I get it. I'm with you. I do not want to become and develop into a bitter, cynical human being. I do not want to buy and purchase 
a middle finger necklace that I wear constantly to look at the world. Sometimes I do. I do like that. I would like that sometimes. But as a general state in life, like I want to be happy. I want to be free. I want to be optimistic. I want to be alive. And I know that there's going to be some that say that life, aside from the love of God, aside from faith, is impossible. I disagree with you. And you know what? That's what makes life great. The ability to disagree. So, um, ask some questions. And um, I don't know what's going to come on the other side of that. Uh, maybe it makes you believe more. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. All I know is my own experience. All I know is my own story. And uh, if you tune in, I will continue to tell that story. And I hope that there is some hope and some healing and some empathy that you will hear in my words as a person who has lived through life-altering trauma and has figured out how. Um, I feel like in so many ways, and maybe I'll talk about this next week, I don't know. I think there was a time in my life, there was, there was seasons when I kept waiting like I was in this place, this place of quicksand that I was waiting for rescue, waiting for someone to pull me out of this pit that I felt that life and circumstances and people and monsters have created. And there came a day when I realized, and this is so much of my health story and so much of a lot of things, but there came a day when I realized that the rescue that I was so desperately wanting in my life in the form of somebody else wasn't coming. And I had to rescue my own damn self. I had to love my own damn self. And um, I'm in that process. I invite you to be on yours too. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the Chasing Better podcast. This is Corey Baker, and uh, we'll see you next time. See, no more fears are moved by peers. I dry my tears because I'm right here. See, I'm singing and dancing, loving, outlasting, striving, providing. I widen my horizon. I'm chasing better, chasing better, 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 I'm chasing better, chasing better.